Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ladies and gents, my team reveal is here, backed by popular demand. It will be my final team reveal before round one there, right at the bell uh, when I show that one. I mean, anyone in the private group, guys, will get access to, you know, answers to my team, uh, any changes I'm making into that as well. So if you are interested in following that along the way, uh, obviously I could make changes as well in before that round one as well. So, you know, this, this video will come out the day or day of or the, or the day before there. Uh, with that final team reveal. So if you are interested in the private group, guys, the information is in the description below and in the Discord for the full breakdown there on, on what that involves with the competitions, with the advice that you get uh, and all of the help and all the nuggets you get from NRL Physio and, and all of the subscriptions I've got there as well, guys. So do look to jump in that one there. Guys, what we're doing here is going to be looking at the potential players I'm looking at grabbing in my 21 to kick things off. And then we'll slide over to my team reveal. Alrighty, so here, in the hooking position, we're likely to pick two. And I, I'm very, very likely to do that myself. And I think most people will be as well. So it's going to be a mixture of Lustig or Hands as one of the picks. And then looking at sort of Robson, who's likely my front runner, Harry Grant, and then Brandon Smith. So all at three different price points, you're, you're kind of dropping down 100K for each one. And that can allow you to go to other picks in your squad. So we will um, we will see who I decide to pick, but they're the three up top. And then, yeah, Lustig and Hands. And, and very much happy to play one of those guys, whoever gets that spot in round four with the the Robson, uh, with the with the Grant buy, for example. So that's just clearly something that you need to look at if you are going for Harry Grant. Also, the thing with... If you were to be picking like a Sean Bloor and a Ryan Pappenhausen as well, having three, including Grant, on that buy in round four could be a little bit tough and it could be a very easy way to pivot away from Harry Grant or to pivot away from like a Sean Bloor or something like that. I think it's going to be very difficult to pivot from Pap if he is named and there's some worries around Jaden Campbell and where he's currently at. So yeah, definitely something to look at in the hooking position. 
For the mids, I'm likely picking five, so having two guys on my bench. And this is a position that usually scores very, very well throughout the season, but obviously uh, on you know, in, the, in the first bunch of rounds as well. So that's something to look at in your squads. And, and yeah, that could be a mixture of, of dual position guys, like a Curran, for example, who you know, can, can switch between both um, and a few other guys on this lot list, obviously, as well. But also bench middles, if they had to get 30 minutes, it's an easy way for them to make money as well. So that's where you end up getting that sort of fifth player. But the four guys, you want them likely to be in your starting 17, scoring for you each and every week. So, you know, a mixture between Payne Haas, Murray, Elliot, Cotter, Curran, uh, Taylor May, uh, Taylor May, uh, Terrell May, um, looking at in that position, obviously, Tavid Zatola, you got Talis Duncan, Liam Knight, Baker, Alex Seyfarth, if he, you know, if the talk is real that he's looking at a 13 role, he'll be in my side, whether it's round one, round two, we'll work that out. Liam Henry, if he managed to get a 30 minute role, he's got some, some value at his PPM. You got like Sam Hughes, Xavier Willis, and these types of guys to look at as well. So there's plenty in the mids that you can select from. And this is where I think the bulk of my team creation and strategy is going to come from. So you have guys like Payne Haas, you have guys like Cam Murray, who are right up there and, and obviously, you know, good point scorers, but uh, potentially a little bit of value with Murray. A great vice captain option is is Payne Haas very clearly. We know how he starts, but you know, do you look to try and get both of those guys in? It could be very difficult with going for a top tier hooker and it looks like you know trying to get that money up in the center position. It can be hard to have both of those guys. So with the value that you see here in mid and the edge position, the secondary option there is to get some of these mid-tier guys in the 500 range. So the Adam Elliott's, the Cotters of the world. Curran's definitely going to be in our side. So you're looking at getting Elliott, a Cotter, one or two of them. Are you looking at getting a Sean Lane, who's a bit more expensive in the mid-500s? Or are you going cheaper in the Wongs, uh, Picura, whoever gets the Dragons, edge spot? Could be go all the way to Dylan Egan, uh, who's not in the game yet, guys. So don't fret on that. Same with Falongo. They're both not in their current top 30. So, you know, I suppose that's the thing as well. Like if they're not in the top 30, they're being spoken about really highly of, are they actually a chance of getting in that side given they're not even in the top 30 when they have to make a 17? So there's something to know, but yeah, whoever gets the dragon's edge is going to be around that 420 mark. You've got the Couchman, uh, RFM, Eisenhuth, plenty of options there uh, as well. So you would need to drop down from a Haas and or a Murray to be able to go for a lot of those sort of mid 500 guys. And all of them have their merit. So you're looking at Sean Lane there at 550 odd. He has his spot. And that's a big thing you look for in that range. He has that spot. There's reasons why he didn't go so well last year. So that would be a tick tick on him. I will get in and do a video with some, uh, yeah, I haven't decided who it's going to be yet and whoever's available, but on different picks in, in all of these ranges and do they tick all of the four criteria that we need for them to be a, a pretty good buy and, and have value and the like. So Sean Lane is someone that ticks a lot of those boxes and, and same with Adam Elliott, you know, coming off injury as well. The minutes are there, the roles there. Cotter, again, the, the minutes can be there. The role's definitely there. Like he's an important player in this team given he's the captain. So that's a very easy strategy to go with as well. And it's something that I'll tinker with in my squad when we when we throw it up there as well as to how I'm looking at it. So yeah, there's the way of going with two of them. It's the way of going with one of them and you can slot one or two of these guys in or you can go with neither Haas or Murray and go for all of these mid-range guys in the edge and the, mid and the mids to be able to, to make your squad. So that's cool. But yeah, they're all the mids I'm looking at. In the edge position, you got Sean Lane, you got Bloor, you got Crichton, you got Wong. So whichever one gets the spot, obviously could be both. 
with Butcher moving, who knows? Uh, Peter Kura, and then whoever gets the Dragon's Edge. So there's a lot of guys in that position as well. Very limited on the uh, cheapies side. But again, we'll, we, we will likely find out um, how many yeah, so how many are going to end up there. If you're looking at my team at the moment, I have five guys under 300k, which is, is pretty low. And I've actually left a couple of spots on my bench at the moment. We're sort of near 700k, I think, uh, to be able to slot in. That's 350 per player. So I could slot in another, another two cheapies. But I think I'm just going to wait and see on that. Um, I could slot guys in right now, but it just doesn't really help. I've even got um, a cheapie that I'm not even sure is going to play in there as well. So there's really three positions that that we're worried about there for sure. In the half position there, you got Cleary Hines, Fogarty, Hutchison, I'm interested in obviously, as you all know, Kyle Flanagan, and then like a Galvin or a Finu, if one of them was to get a spot or, or be told to get that spot, then um, then they'd be in my side there for sure. In the centers, I'm looking at like Penasini, Ramian, Simonson, Suli, and then the cheapies in Trebojevic, Strange, and Iro, if any of those get their spot, obviously. Center's gonna be an interesting one. I have personally in my team gone for an expensive guy, and then a cheapie after the uh, three-try double yesterday. Let's go, Benny Trebojevic. So there's a little uh, snippet into the squad. But what that means, guys, is that I could go down on my top guy and I could go up on my cheapie if needed, if need be. And in other positions, you'll see in my wing fullback, I've gone for a little, little slightly higher option. If we get the lower option, then uh, even better, I can spend that rest of that money in other positions. And then wing fullback position, guys, we've got Pap, we've got Campbell. Again, not sure where he's at the moment. Xavier Savage, the more expensive option to Chevy Stewart. Tyron Munro, unfortunately, just heard from uh, heard about him that uh, it looks like likely that he's done it, actually done his collarbone. It just hasn't come out yet. Um, so we've got Munro in there, unfortunately. But then I've also got a slot, slot in here, a Bunny's replacement. So whoever was to take that spot from Munro, given they've lost Campbell Graham now and potentially Munro, it looks like it'd be about six weeks. So I suppose from that point, if it's a six-week injury with Munro and there was some talk of him actually just playing New South Wales Cup anyway, that he ends up being a guy that just goes back and plays New South Wales Cup and gets himself right anyway, gets his uh, you know gets some some run in the legs, given he went through four grades last year. So that's probably the the way I think that they will play it, and we probably have uh, somewhere under three four hundred k guy in that replacement spot, whether it's Isaac Thompson or or whoever that is, but um. Yeah, we'll have a look at that uh, as we as we go through things. Obviously, in this preseason, we're under three weeks to go, guys. I think it's under 20 days now until game one. So this is when you should start to be looking at sort of getting spots together in your side and, and having a little play with it. So knowing all that and saying all that, guys, you, you'll be able to have a look at my team and then have a general idea of, of sort of where I'm at and the three different strategies that I could be employing and where that money could go. So in our wing fullback position, it is Pat. He's our expensive guy. It's pretty simple with him. Has the upside of a keeper. Xavier Savage at 350. As I said, he's the 100K guy that I could go up and down with. So I'm going to plop Savage in there now. And if we do get Chevy Stewart, I can drop down the 100K and I can have that 100 to use elsewhere. I did have Tyrone Munro in this position here in the third wing fullback spot. And I had weeks on the bench. But at the moment, we just have weeks there. And I don't have any wing fullback cover. So... Again, if things pop up, we'll see what happens with TLT. And uh, if we find any news from trials and the like, if there's injuries, uh, we'll likely be getting a fourth wing fullback on there. With Campbell in, not in there now, he was in that second spot, but it's um, it's been dropped down to Savage at this point. Campbell is someone that if we don't start with, then we're looking to target him in sort of around three or four, if he's back in that spot against their, their easier matchups, their softer draw. So 
if we do start with just the three wing fullbacks and we're looking to target Campbell in around three, I think, uh, or four, something like that, depending on, on who comes up, obviously, in that time and the important cash cows. But that's where I'd be looking at uh, with that one if I wasn't to start with a fourth wing fullback. So we move to centers now and I'm currently sitting with Penasini and Ben Chaboyevich. So again, that's a bit of a placeholder, Ben. As I said, I only got five 250K guy, uh, 250 or below plays in my side. And these these are two of them there with Chaboyevich and Weeks. So again, Chaboyevich could be a placeholder for another cheapie. I actually had seven 250K, uh, sorry, under 300K guys in my side last year. And when I looked back at my team, I probably should have had eight. I didn't have like Tyrell Sloan, for example, and that, you know, trading down from like Drinkwater or Suwili'i or, or down to him would have been the better player. I didn't even have a Khan Pereira, um, Harley Smith Shields and, and these types of players in my side either. So at this stage, there aren't a lot of cheap options. I think one or two will pop up and we'll be able to use them in some capacity. So whether it's, you know, Savage goes down to Stewart, I need to use that extra 100K for someone in the center position and I drop down Panasini and I have sort of two mid-tier guys, we will find out how the center position works out. So we move to the half. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Guys, and it's Cleary and Fogs here. Cleary, obviously, in a million bucks, he's going to be my captain. I haven't you know, completely finished that out yet. Obviously, he's going to be the captain. Fogs there just very simply could get to the 700K plus mark. And yeah, without too much fuss, like with plenty of base with the goal kicking and hopefully yeah, a few tries this and, and tries given he will be the, the focal point in this team. Obviously looking that side there, there's three Raiders guys, but that is where the cheap guys uh, are at the moment. Savage and Weeks could definitely pop and, and improve. And then Fogs, you've got some natural improvement from him uh, who, who is potentially a cut price keeper that we can use through the buys. And there's one other guy in my team where I'm looking at yeah, the potential upside on him and then to be able to use through the buys as well. We go to the edge now, and I've got Sean Bloor and Piakura in there. So if Bloor is named on that edge, um, all reports suggest that Bloor should be the edge. Like it just makes sense. Uh, they need that attacking weapon through that edge side and they don't need as many through the middle. They just need to make sure the middle's good and strong and Liero could definitely fill that role given he loves to tackle um, and he can distribute a little bit as well. So hopefully he can he can build on that through the preseason, but Bloor, Bloor and Piakura, Bloor's a little bit less expensive to that of, of someone like Sean Lane. Um, but again, if I went for a different strategy than what I'm used right now, which we'll explain in a sec, then I could go for someone like Sean Lane. We moved to the to mids guys and I've decided to go, it's either Adam Elliott or Cotter in that position. And the reason I've chosen Elliott over Cotter there is just, he's actually someone that if it goes or if it all goes correctly, he's actually fit, he's firing. The groin is good, which he has said, come out and said that he, um, yeah, he wants to avenge last season. 
He's feeling good. The back end of the year, he played those big minutes. And he was still a little bit hot and cold. But for someone that's priced at 42 there, you look at that and go, if he's playing 60 minutes, if he's playing 65 minutes there, which is very, very likely, there's no one challenging him for that position. He doesn't have Kurt Mann anymore. The middle forwards, it's Leo Thompson that's sort of stepping up, but he is an out and out middle. The Saifidi boys aren't growing in minutes. So Elliot has that spot, which is awesome. And I see anywhere between a score of like a 38 and a score of 65 in his range. And, and if he was to get, and we've seen him do it before for the Raiders, if we were to see him get into the 50s and have 10 points of value, plus he plays the first major buy and won't be playing Origin, I see him as being a guy that I can hold for a long time in the mids, considering that I've got Payne Haas in there. And he's not, so, I, I, very, very, I find it very, very unlikely they'll hold him past round 13 and, and in, in those major buys. Um, we do see that he is someone that, and you know, hookers and the like that do drop off a little bit come you know, after origin games and the like. So I think we can get him, move him on from round 13 and then pick him up in sort of round 21 or 22. And I think that will do a good job. So you're looking in this position, it could be a current, it could be Elliot, but current could be switched between the edge or the mids to hold one or one or two of these guys throughout, uh, you know, to at least sort of like around 16 or 17 or something like that before potentially moving on. And, and that could be the guy I do that with. So we've got Savage down there in the fullback position that I could play obviously down with if, if Chevy Stewart gets it. If I need the extra cash, I could go Payne Haas to, to Murray. The reason you want to look at this guys is everyone in my team, he has potential value, right? Payne Haas doesn't have potential value. He has consistency and he has a bit of boom potential, a couple of points, sort of three, you know, anywhere from zero to, to sort of five points above his current break, even a 64 in the first sort of six, seven weeks. And he's done that the last two years. So there's no reason to think he can't do it again. Obviously in a team where he's going to have to play decent minutes to, to kick things off. He, he played 65 the first two games last year, but then had you know 59 or whatever it was, a 46 minute game with a try where he got 70 odd. So He's someone that can do it in all in all facets and uh, yeah, do a really good job at that. He's the one that could go down to Murray given Murray has potential to actually gain in price. That double buy, if you were to go him and Totola Murray is one thing that's a, a slight worry. But I do think by that point, you, are, you can either trade Murray or Totola or if you do have the five or six mids by that point, if you've traded one more mid in, um, yeah, you can move Curran down to edge and you trade in another mid or, how, <clears throat> or however it works in that week. You have round seven, you need current to play mids. Um, these other guys in, in the Bloors, Pikers, Wongs, Crichtons, whatever, in that edge position are all doing well. Then you can keep him in there and cover that week if you want to with those two guys. I don't think that's an issue. So yeah, that's where that we're at with the mids. Can definitely chop and change. There's Cotters. There's, uh, yeah, we've got a few guys on the bench as well to look at. But Robson currently in the hooking position. I just think with round four, you don't have to worry about that. Robson potentially has a bit of value if he get if if the defensive side of the Cowboys gets back to some so some better work and they're and they're actually fit and firing. I do think he's going to bump off less tackles. Remember, a lot of these teams, guys, and a lot of these middles, they can make first contact, which is what Robson does a lot. You saw it with Reed Marnie. He didn't have the guys around him. He would, he would kind of fire out the line a little bit. No one would come with him and he'd end up falling off that tackle. And that would happen with Robson a bit. So if the defensive line for the Cowboys are better, which it likely is that, you know, coaches come out and said they're sort of a few weeks ahead of where they were at this point last year. They'll want to avenge last season, given they were pretty poor. And Robson is definitely a guy that if he can, you know, make that first contact and he's got mates around him to help, he'll fall off a few less tackles. And and even that sort of three or four 
point swing, um, making the tackle rather than missing it and doing that you know once or twice a game. And that's not much to ask for, along with a slightly better attacking outfit. He could get a couple more try assists, you know, closer to the line or potentially tries coming back through the middle if there's a break, then Robson could have the value. And depending how things goes, he obviously gets to run all the way through to Origin. If he makes Origin, we can move on from him there. And I've got two hookers in, in him and a, a Lussic or a Hands that um, that are going to do a good job for us across that whole period, likely. So let's move to the bench now. You get all of it at once here. And we'll drop that back down. So talk about Lussic first at 4.59. I've gone for the higher option, him or Hands. Again, just as the placeholder, and you should do this in your side, guys, just to make sure that you've got someone that, um, you know, if you do have to change him up or down, it's down and you've got that extra cash to play with so you can so you can do some other things in your side. You got Siwa Wong at 444. As I said, guys, the cash in the bank is 683, which is cool. So that allows me 341 and a half K for each of my two last players there. And again, you got I got Lockie Galvin down there who can be changed. But uh, Wong, if he gets a spot, I think that he ends up in our squads at 444. It's so cheap. Um, and again, if it doesn't work out, you could trade him on. Fairly quickly, if it does go boom, he has the boom potential, that's for sure. Uh, so Wong's an edge. We've got Totolo as another middle, and I think he's going to be very, very helpful to average sort of that low 40s to mid 40s, depending on how he goes. And then I have Kyle Flanagan in the fourth interchange spot at the moment at 349, just to score somewhere in the 30s. It could be him. It could be Sam Hughes. Uh, if we do have a Tigers player in a Lockheed Galvin, as I've got down there, then he could be the looper if we decide to go that way. But we do need way more information on uh, on that pick there and where he's going to be at coming into round one. Those two emergency players, guys, again, I'm not sure. It could, you know, the only real like chibis to look at right now is like a Xavier Willison. Anyone else you are guessing, you know, it could be an Ethan Strange or something like that, but he could just replace Trebojevic. So uh, yeah, there's not a lot on offer. It's the Dylan Egans of the world. If he ends up getting a spot with the Dragons, I obviously could have enough for you know, whoever the Dragons edge is if it's 420 and then I can have the cheapie in there. So that would leave me with six 250K players, which you know might be the way this year. So at the moment, that's where we're looking at. If I was to change things up, guys, it would be sort of, you know, Payne Haas out of the side. Uh, it could be, you know, Elliot. So Cotter could go in there. I could go up to Harry Grant. Um, if you wanted to, you know, you could go instead of Haas, you spend up that extra money and get, uh, and get Hines in there with Cleary and Foggs, and obviously Flanagan on that bench there as well, but it will, te- it will depend how many halves are in action, how many mids are in action as well. Again, it could be, you know, that you go Haas and also Murray as well, um, could be the play. And then you could go cheaper again in Brandon Smith, and then you could get, um, you yeah, know, you could easily get that that Nico Hines in, in that position. You could go for a more expensive wing fullback. If we do need to go more expensive in the two centers, then yeah, that's an easy way to to get some more cash. As I said, let's just say it was uh, Huss down to Murray's 100K, Savage down to Stewart, it's 200K now. I then went Robson down, there's another 120K as well. So over 300K to be able to upgrade to Boyevich, to be able to improve the bench a little bit and you know go from a Kyle Flanagan up to a, a Ruben Cotter. Or something like that there in that position. You know, I can get one of these cheapy guys if I don't think they're going to do well. If we don't get any of these cheapies, then we can go up to the mid 300Ks. Obviously, the Bakers, the, the the Liam Knights of the world could all be options. If we do get sort of Wong and Crichton, if we you know, if we do want to try and get a Sean Lane, there's, there's options to do that there. If we do change things around in that gun mid position, there's really no other guns that I could use to, to drop right down. 
given you've got Cleary as I need I need my captain. You've got Fogs there at he's six thirty odd. Robson six sixty. It's not massive numbers that um yeah are, are standing out in a starting team where you've got the uh, the ten million bucks. So yeah, it's a very very interesting sort of setup at the moment, guys. Let me know your your general thoughts on on where you're at coming into this stage of the season. Obviously, less than three weeks to go. We've got trials coming up this week, so once team lists come out, I'll I'll have a, a quick synopsis on the first week team list. That will be more around the rookies and the bench guys that we can look at. We obviously saw some trials on uh, you know on the weekend there yesterday and also Saturday, so plenty happened in in those uh, those things, guys. It's obviously like. Chaboyevich scoring three tries in the first sort of half or whatever. They were playing a very young development squad for the South, so just be aware of that. That um, yeah, it's good to get hit, good good to get a knockout, but that was next to Brooks, which is pretty exciting. So for him to score three tries off Brooks's hand, we couldn't watch the game, but um, yeah, we saw one of those tries assists off the, a nice short ball, no looker. So the um, the blind man, Luke Brooks, taken over from Schuster, but um, yeah, he's obviously somewhere on the list as well. Schuster that I didn't write down, but. Um, yeah, check out those trials coming into this week, guys. If you haven't checked me out, check me out on socials. We got the TikTok, we got the um, Instagram as well. Same name as um, yeah, as the YouTube channel, podcast as well. If you want to do that instead of the um, YouTube or both, if you want to support, that'd be awesome as well. Uh, but yeah, I really appreciate you coming in here, guys. Check out the private group details below, the community league as well, the Discord. It's all in there. Um, and I hope you have a cracking Monday. I've been waiting to put this out for a while, and here we are. See you guys. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.